Welcome into the Bogey Bro Banter. The two man crew. Two man crew. The Boo Man Chew. That's like really dark. It's fine. I can brighten it. Why is it dark? Nah, we're fine. What's dark? Nothing. We're fine. I can do it in post. We're golden. I mean, I'm looking at her. We're fine. I can see my eyes. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. Connor's not here today, dude. Connor cracked corn. I don't care. Um, Apparently, this, like, I've had this cold for like two weeks. Dude, people, I'm sorry. We're going to disc golf for a second. Uh-huh. I need to watch whatever Brody said last night because he is like, he is convinced, he's convinced people, I think, that Kevin Jones couldn't go for it on 17. This person responded and said, I originally felt the same way. I think listening to Brody last night adjusted my mindset a little bit. Uh, I think there's a big gap in KJ's game, not having some more overstable stuff in the bag. Do you, do you think? Do you think Brody, with nobody there to attack him, said some said some crazy things about us? I, I didn't know. I, I didn't it. know that Brody knew Kevin Jones's back to the level to know that there's it. not something overstable. You think that Kevin Jones went to a 40 mile an hour gusty course with nothing overstable in his bag? That's what they're saying. Anywho, this I've had this cold for like two weeks, where every morning. I wake up with a slightly scratchy throat, like not even enough to annoy me, but just enough that I'm like, hmm, it's there. And then I have a little bit of congestion throughout the day and that's it. And it's been the exact same way for like two weeks. No different. It hasn't gotten worse. It's it's like barely even enough to be a nuisance, not even really at all. And apparently this thing has been going around, I guess, and it can last like a month and a half. Really? So I guess I'm like- I was going to ask if it was just allergies. guess I'm getting- I, you know what? The funny thing is, I think I remember I'd never had allergies growing up. Because this is the t- it got warm enough the past like week and a half, two weeks that like yeah. allergies. I never had allergies ever growing up, but I think last year I had a similar experience to this, and I thought to myself, "Huh, I wonder if I've developed like some some more sensitivity." Every spring, to that. every spring I get a cold, what feels like a cold, mm-hmm. and it's just allergies as soon as the whatever it is starts blooming. And it lasts me like three days and it's gone. Well, so I just need a little of that Zyrtec-y. Well, see, I've had this for two weeks. That's what makes me think it's allergies. Because does it get know, better? Dude. Like throughout the day, you start like feeling a little better. By the end of the day, I feel the best probably. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think you got some allergies. Do I need some Claritin Clear? I've Zyrtec, Nasonex, none of that's ever worked for me. It's like, as I was saying too, like it doesn't even matter to me. Like it's not, it really is not bothering me. Um... But obviously, Connor today woke up and he was crushed. So I don't know. The day after we were outside for a lot of the day. Mm, so maybe he's more sensitive to this allergy well, nonsense. Because Connor and I have had the conversation um, last several, like multiple years in a row, where we both have the same thing, where we get sick early spring. Yeah, you did say that. And we're early spring. So like when he texted me, I was like, yeah, makes sense. We were I, outside yesterday. I've always t- taken immense pride in my immune system. I always really side with it, and I think that, like, in my lifetime, I've done a really good job of barely ever getting sick. The last, like, year, year and a half, and I realized COVID was a thing, but, like, I feel like I've just been getting crushed. Like, I just can't catch a break, and I'm like, what am I doing wrong? I feel like I probably eat better now than I ever have in my life. Well, not in my life, but certainly not in my college days. So, like, I don't know what the heck's going on, but my body is just, it's like Jake Paul in that Tommy Fury fight. Just getting ran over. Dang, man. You don't have to do Jake like that. My, my wedding ring's about to rip in half. Look at that. Dang, dude. Didn't you just get that one? No. Been at least a year. Hmm. That's one of the... That's got a lifetime Quay warranty, low. surely. I don't know. Is that one of the nice ones? Liz bought it for me. She bought a pack, but the problem is she bought the wrong size, so they're all too big. This is the only one that fit me in the pack. 
That's interesting. So I got out of it. Because I, I used to just wear like the dirt cheap ones from Amazon. Mm-hmm. Never did this. Yeah, the ones, the silicone one I have, I have like a pack of them from Amazon. I have to wear silicone. You didn't for the longest I time. I wore metal for, well, I wore silicone when we first got married. Mm. Then I switched to the metal one. But then it like started irritating me because like I can't close my fingers together. And I like, I like the silicone ones a lot. A lot of times I'll wear them to like the beach to where like I'm not going to lose that in the ocean. Um, the problem with the silicone is that it's very particular. Like you, if you're in between sizes at all, like if you go just a little too small, they kind of squeeze you a little bit because of the elasticity. And if you go a little too big, I don't know. I, that's just how rings are in general. Yeah, I don't, that's just I don't ring. like rings, man. The well, sizing of those like things are wild. And, over your knuckle, but and, then my fingers yeah, get skinny down. Exactly. Here. Well, that's. I mean, yeah. That's the. I, can you get a ring fitting like to a more precise size yeah. than like half sizes? Oh, I don't know about that. Like, obviously, you can. Like, I think do you can. A size. I can like cut it to. That's what I'm saying. Like, they could definitely size it to more precise sizings. But like, is that a thing? Can you go in and get a fitting? To make it like the perfect fit, but then the other problem is like certain times of the year your yeah, hand will the swell. Yeah, that's your fingers swell or don't. When it's when it's warm out, your fingers swell up. That's so another like, reason good about silicone. Yeah, it's, like, it's an absolute rat race. I, I yeah. Because like I can be. also like I'll play basketball with this ring on and stuff because like yeah, you're not gonna nothing can happen. But like, um, I think it was in. You ever seen the stuff that can happen with like circular saws and crap, or is, or is it table saws? Like there's certain. Like machinery that, like, if you have like a metal wedding band on it, you can lose your finger. I've not seen that. And so I forget how, I forget how exactly it works. I have to look it up. But like, there are certain things that it can get, it can catch on and stuff, and you're toast. I I did have there was a, a friend of mine who's older. He's he's older than me, but um, he was playing like an alumni or like some type of basketball game, um, and went up and dunked. And his ring got caught on the rung of the rim, and it oh, broke his finger. It broke his finger, oh. but then just ripped off and like ripped. Uh. He had a big cut, and then it broke his finger on the way down. How do I find what I'm trying to find without like being disgusted? Oh yeah, something happened to Jimmy Fallon. Uh, Jimmy Fallon had had something happen. Um, he tripped, caught his wedding ring on the side of his table, and almost ripped his finger off. Oh, so he just tripped and fell and caught. Dude, what the heck, dude? These things are dangerous. I don't know, man. Have you ever seen the, uh, have you ever seen the, oh, wait, what is this? Wedding rings can cost you a finger. Uh, have you ever seen the stall sop technology? Yeah. Where you like put a hot dog how up much, to it? How much money <clears throat> to do that with your finger? Because like finger? in theory, any finger. In theory, though, like so the, I gotta go like left the hand cut, pinky. The cut that you suffer in theory is not. You're not losing that finger. Like it's supposed to be, but you gotta like go, and with enough force that if it didn't work, you're losing that finger. Yeah. Yeah. So your which finger? But if it, if it works perfectly, you have a pretty like a nasty cut, but you're all right. But I can like use my left hand yeah. pinky finger. Yeah. Because <laughs> like basically what if you see that technology, work? like it's it's pretty darn impressive. And I'd say on top of whatever you take, whatever kind of like disclaimer insurance money situation you're getting out of it, you're getting that too. If you lose the finger, if it, do, oh, if so it if doesn't it work, work, if it fails, also I don't know if they even is a thing. They might just have like a. You might have to like. I'm sure you're voided because like, I'm I'm intentionally trying it. It depends how confident they are. 
if you didn't like if you didn't do anything to avoid it like by tampering how much money um oh. basically how much for my left pinky finger is what you're asking me. well but i, I, just I to, would say you have to assume that you're gonna you have it. to you have to be prepared to but you also the higher chance by certainly the mo- much higher chance that you keep that finger and you just get a nasty cut and it hurts do back. i get to pick where i'm getting cut at no, it's got to be at the base. At the base. The whole thing's gone if you lose it. But you're probably not losing it. Probably not, but you might. <laughs> it, it's, it's horrifying to even think about. Ooh, man, it would suck. <laughs> it probably, it, it realistically, if it works, it's just going to feel like a really bad paper cut until the adrenaline wears off because it's going to be so fast. It's going to be like, and but like, the hardest part is like you have to do it. Mm-hmm. Like the mental toll of like, I have to stick my hand in it. That check song. would have to be pretty darn motivating. I think it had to be like a million dollars. A milli? I think so. Because I think less than that, I would be like, yeah, yeah. It's like, because a million dollars invested. My typing ability would go down the drain if I didn't have my left pinky. I'm trying to think of anything that would matter. I, no, like it's it's more so, I'm more thinking of like, I, I have to be willing to put my hand in the saw. I'm not like life after the saw. If you're just like. <laughs> it's just like how terrifying it is. Like if you're it is. just going to wake up and my pinky finger's gone. Right, that's a different Like that's price. a few thousand dollars or something. A few like, thousand? Well, I mean like what is, what is my left pinky good for? What do I use it uh, in? I'm not looking like an alien. Typing would be a big one. But Typing, but like. It probably affects could, your grip in a lot of ways. I don't know. I mean, What do I hold my left hand? Golfing. I'm just saying like it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a few like, thousand. It's not, but it's not that. It easy. definitely would change though. Having to do it but yourself is a lot worse. Having to do it is the. It qu- is a lot like, worse. That's the one that's going to make the money high for me. Because like I, I have to like, I have to be like, if you're like hundred, hundred thousand dollars, like I'm probably like, you know what? To be honest with you, I don't think I'd do it for a hundred. Like grand. that's that's life changing, but it's not enough for me to like stick my hand at a saw. I want to know like, if what if I stick my hand too far in? What if it gets two fingers? Does now? stall? Does saw stop? Fail. <laughs> now, if you're asking me for something like my right thumb. Um, I don't know if there's a price. Does SawStop ever fail? To this day, the company says SawStop has never been involved in a serious table saw accident and has documented more than 5,000 finger saves. He estimates that saws are 99% effective at preventing injuries. So, it's a pretty, it's a very, like they've got 99%. I'm I'm just watching people in my Twitter replies and they're like questioning why I'm not coming after Eagle and AB. Very simple answer. They weren't about to win. You're 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 going down another hopeless tunnel right I now. I just don't understand it. That's not for you to understand. Like we're all, you're standing on the tee of seventeen, you are tied for the lead. The person in front of you just put it to forty feet. You can't lay up in that situation. Can if you're playing to win. You can. You're just banking on someone miss. I don't. I'm. I refuse to argue anymore. I um. Yeah, I think the stall stop question. Brad, I got a question for you for the banter. You're familiar with stall stop, stall stop technology where like it's what? You're not? Yeah. Okay. So the question is you have to, how much money to, you can put up whatever finger you want, but you have to like slide it into the saw with enough speed that if it works, the worst thing you're getting is a pretty nasty cut. But if it doesn't work, you're losing the finger how much money to do that? And you have to do it yourself. I have to do it myself. Yeah. I get to choose a finger? Yeah. You can do a left pinky if you want. I'm a drummer, man. I can't. I'm so oh, no. spazzy about getting a cut in my hand. Oh, man. Brad's got drumming skills, so, so he, uh, this is tough for him. I'd say 500,000. 500K? Yeah. I think that's reasonable. I think... 
I it's uh, it's so tough because if you actually put the check in front of me and the the problem is like Hunter was saying like the big problem is like it'd be one thing if somebody just put you to sleep and did it did it to you but it's another thing when you have to yourself look at that spinning blade and shove your hand towards it like because like if you had a, a check in front of me right now for a hundred grand and the saw was right there I would I would be heart wrenching trying to decide but. No, this is tax free. It's tax free. They're claiming on their site. They claim on their site that their technology has never had a reported serious injury. They've saved over five thousand fingers, and they claim ninety nine percent, which is like as high as you can claim safe. So, like, it's not even like a thing where people are out there documenting it failing. It just hasn't failed. You just feel like an idiot if it happened, I guess. Let's let's change this to where you have some kind of stop, like some kind of piece of metal or something, to where it's not you're not going to damage any other part of your hand. I said a million to, lo- to put my hand in there and lose my left pinky, more so because the check has to be big enough that I'm actually putting my hand in there. Yeah. That's the hardest part for yeah, me. Yeah, I honestly don't know. 500,000 like I think I think I would I would have Imagine how sick you'd feel coming out of there with just a bad cut and 500k though. No, I'd feel, feel pretty That's awesome. What I'm saying. If you if you skip me if like someone else does it for okay, me my now, check number comes way I'm going to add down. one more I'm going to add one more stipulation. Prior to you going, you watch three more people go in front of you and it succeeds every time. And you see their cuts and they're all Statistically my odds go up of it not worse. That's true. More people have I not asked, done it. I'm not changing the question. That's what. I, that's just the question. I, I I don't think it changes me because like I still have to put my hand there. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I know. know. Like I, I can't. I just I, because like the, uh, it's Bro. like it's like you're at like we went to Jamaica once and we had to jump off mm-hmm. like you you climbed up and you you could jump off this like 80 foot tall thing. Yeah. I'm terrified of heights, but they, it's too dangerous for you to climb back down. So when you get up there. You either you have jump, to jump or they push you. Those are your two options. Oh my gosh. And so That's I like horrifying. climbed up and then I watched my sister go, my brother go, and then my cousin go. It I watched them all do it and they're at the bottom yelling. It didn't change how terrifying it was for me just because they succeeded. Uh, you I, I mean, still had You're to jump. right. But I think it would like you have like the fear part of your mind and like the logic part of your mind. I think it would ease the logic part a little bit, but the fear part wouldn't change. The fear part would still be just as scared. You're not gonna feel any better about it. But your logic part would be saying, okay, I think I actually have a good chance here of not losing my finger. I promise you that any of us in this room, for $10 million, we would not be able to do it ourselves. That's what I'm saying. It's so hard. For 10 mil? No, I'm not saying you won't. No, like, I know how you're saying, like, you don't think we would be able to you're get it. You're using your lizard brain at that point, which is fight or flight, and you are not going to do it. That's what I'm saying. It's so hard to, like, convince yourself I agree I agree I don't I don't know if I'd be able to like physically move my arm I think if the motivator was like high enough not even monetarily no. but like saving somebody then I, I could do the it the only way I could do it is um crazy dude. it would have I'd have to have a really fast motion where I, like, I don't think about it but at that point you're risking your entire all your fingers you no I said there's a stopper on there you're not your fingers are on at risk that's a stipulation I added. Oh, okay. Yeah, or you could just do this. Because I guess. like, I feel like the the scary part is like if you're doing something and you're like slowly approaching it, which is how I was picturing it. Yeah. 
that's a lot scarier than like ah. Well, no, it can't. It can't be slow because if it's slow, then you could literally just nick your finger. But it has to be fast enough that you're gonna get the full extent of a cut. That when it still works, though, which what I've seen the images, it's like you're not losing your finger. I don't think. But it's like a, it's a good gash. It's not like a like a paper cut. Like, cause if I just had to nick my finger on it, I think I could probably pony up and I do that. I just don't think I could like slowly <laughs> get my finger close. I think I'm my hand would be shaking. I think so I'm much. much more likely to be like whoop whoop. You're like, well, you know how I know I couldn't do this is because you know how kids would do that with fire. Yeah, and they would go through the flame. Like I could never convince myself to do that. Really? No, I could do that. I'm, all I'm day. an absolute coward. I could do that all day. Did you? Uh, yeah, I don't. I uh, know. I I you, never said I could. Like, I was just paying the question. Did you like lick your fingers and put the flame out? Oh no way! Oh. No. Okay. No. No, I was never offered money. If I was offered money, ten bucks. Uh, no, no. I have a candle right here. No. You just have to not for ten bucks. That one scares me a lot. Really? The uh, just whipping my hand through the flame. I understand that that works. I've seen it done so many times. But doing that to a flame, licking my finger, that scares me. Really. I mean, I, mean, I, I understand. I mean, it's, it's like, touching like fire. More than like twenty bucks scares you. Like, oh yeah, much more. What, what's the price I have to pay you to just? Have you done this before? Yeah. Okay. Several times. Then pro. What? For free. Yeah, just because it's a party trick. Well, you considering just, how confident you guys are, I'd probably do it for like. And, I, and the worst burn I'm getting is not. That's gonna be, the thing. It's like you're not. So really I, I would probably do it for a hundred bucks. Wow. Okay. Would you dip your finger in? Oh. Oh, I don't know about that. I thought you were going to say on Mythbusters, they did one where the myth was, I believe it was like cold water. I think they went from cold water to like magma, some kind of uh, melted metal. And they tested it with like a sausage first, where if you go like this, there's like a reaction that's happening that creates like a seal around your finger to where like you can get your finger out before it hurts you. And then they did it. They legit put their real fingers in magma metal <laughs> and they and it worked and they survived. So like maybe that I mean maybe if I had myth maybe if I had uh Jamie and and Adam from Mythbusters with the stall saw stop thing, maybe then I'd do it <laughs> because those guys those guys have been able to do some pretty crazy stuff. They I think they're my safe place. I don't know, man. No pain, no gain. You know what I was saw, saw there? You got you remember the show Fear Factor? Remember that back in the day? Someone someone else just said, "Why can't you just admit you're wrong?" And I'm just responding to them like, "It's an opinion on how you should act on the stretch of a tournament. Nobody." Can this is gonna be like a continuation throughout. This I just didn't like getting. I I just. I just, this is why how I just can people them. defend that you step you step up to the tee of seventeen? You're tied for the lead. The person you're tied with went first and put it to fifty feet, and you grab a putter and laid up. Not even like and. Laid up to a spot, you still have to throw a three on your I don't have a now. problem with them defending it. I have more so of a problem with saying it's the absolute truth when A, the guy lost, and B, it's an opinionated take. <laughs> like, it's, it's there's no objective truth really involved. Um, do you remember Fear Factor? Yeah. So, first of all, I forgot that Joe Rogan hosted that. Really funny. I'm going to just throw in that he lost him. Say, I watched a player lose in a way I disagree with, and that's all. Um, I was watching, I saw a clip the other day from Fear Factor. I never really watched it. Uh, I just remember being on. And some of the stuff that they were doing on that show was just nuts. Like, they're basically like doing this uh, challenge and they're like, okay, there are hockey pucks at the bottom of this uh, giant tank. 
and you've got a snorkel. Oh, and we're going to just dump a bin of snakes into the pool with you. Just like hundreds of them. Just just are going to be swimming around with you. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, like, oh my gosh, I thought this show was like, oh, are you going to eat this bug? No. Uh, no fear and the funniest part is, it was not funny and it is, is like he, they dump all these snakes in and you can tell that like maybe half the snakes were able to swim. And they all just look like they're starting to drown. And people in the comments were like, I mean, you could never do that these days. No. Like, fear all, factor in general, all that you could. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I Like, there's some fears that were more like heights related or stuff like that, that I, like you're going to have to like zip line or the, like that's one thing. But when it was like the eating stuff, forget it. Or if it's like, like I don't, mm, snakes, man, I'm not getting in that tank. No, No, that was sir. my whole thing is like, there is no amount of anything that's making me do fear factor. Mm-mm. That, yeah, like what in the world? Some people, man, they'll do anything for that for that, that TV spot. TV fame. I mean, if you could, they got paid. Too, if you right? could pick, well, there was definitely a prize money. If you could pick one, like of those kind of like challenge ish reality TV show type things to be on, present wipe or past, you're going wipeout. Yeah, wipeout's a high risk, high reward because like no, that just looked fun no matter what. You it looked fu- it would be fun no matter what. Although sometimes you see some of those hits and you're like, I think they just broke their neck. Some of the hits look pretty brutal. But like it looked like a good time. It's risk reward because like. A lot of times I watch that show and be like, if you had any athleticism, you're making it through. But then there were certain challenges and obstacles that just like, it was kind of just like you had to get lucky to get across. I, them. I don't think I'm doing good in Wipeout. Not, I just like you're it. Just, across the it big just walls. looks like fun. It did. Look, I always wanted to be on Wipeout. I always wanted to give those courses a try. I would say, yeah, that that honestly is a great answer. Wipeout just seemed like a good time. I think the amazing which one race do you think cool. you had the best chance at winning? probably wipe out realistically you think so i mean because like like i said like they, there was usually no shortage of just like uncoordinated people on that show so yeah there was definitely a luck element but also half no, the wipe out goes to like the final stage yeah and then you're well in the, and have the battle with wipeout was just people taking forever to swim back up onto the platform sometime like i you saw so many people on that show that if they just hustled they could fall on every obstacle and still qualify yeah like that but what i do know Here's the thing about Wipeout that I would suspect happens a lot, actually, because if you remember Wipeout, they would cut a lot Yes. when people were doing their runs. And what I learned, so I used to watch American Ninja Warrior a mm-hmm. lot, and I learned from somebody I met that was on the show that sometimes they'll literally just cut people out, even if their time was good enough, just because they want personalities. Well, Wipeout was all about the personalities and the nicknames, so I guarantee you that the times probably had very little to do with who they actually picked. So that could be frustrating. But if it was just straight up times, I'm just jumping off that first obstacle power swim, freestyle, up the ladder. <laughs> like, I'm just skipping the whole thing. Although, I, I think, what's, what would be the, your most, the most fun obstacle you think? Immediately, that giant slide at the beginning of the final obstacle comes to mind. The thing they would start yeah, on. Like launches just you. fly. That's a good one. And obviously the big balls, just because I have to the know. The big balls would be fun. I always liked watching the like ledge one. The where, punch, like, the bro. Thing oh come out. my gosh, you're so. A funny. lot of times that was very random, so like it was oh, a hard one to judge. Yeah, but, they were definitely just aiming for them. Yeah, like, but yeah. that one always seemed like fun. I think that was the one that you saw people almost never get past unless they were able to eat a punch and stay on, because like you were always going to get hit on that yeah. one because they're just controlling it. I think that the dizzy ones always look like a lot of fun where they spin them on that thing before they go. What a show. And back when John Anderson and the other guy, I think it was John Brankus. I think it was two John. Yeah. No, no. John Brankus was sports science. It was John Anderson and somebody. That original 
cast was hilarious. And the nicknames, they do like the little Teletron uh, doodles on like what, oh, and oh man, there were some just brutal hits too. The worst was like when people would hit like the platforms because you could tell those were kind of more solid. Yeah, those were solid. Oh man, people go like ribs first into those. Yeah, and get folded and like, I'm like, that person's seriously hurt right there. I think, um, I think I would have done well on a like, like an amazing race show, a show like that. Amazing Race, I think that my I would love that show, and I'd probably do well, but I don't necessarily have the personality to dominate that show. Because if you think about Brody, a person who did well at that show, he's a guy who just doesn't give a frick. Yeah. He would just like run around town, ask people questions, like do... And I don't know if I have that personality. I think in that... If the adrenaline's going, I might. That's what I'm saying. If, if, and you have a camera if, on you. Well, you have a camera on you, you have a partner. Yeah. I think like in that scenario, I could. Disc Golf Amazing Race? Why Wait a there, second. Isn't there an escape room Wait a second. reality show? I don't know. Here's, here, let's hear me yeah, out. That, that's the one I would do. I think that. we do a Disc Golf Amazing Race one of these years. And we we have like, uh, like instead of a Creator's Cup, we do the Amazing Race. And you ha- it's like a cross-country thing. There's different courses you got to stop at. You have to like hit certain objectives. It could be insane. That could be, that could be nuts. Which we'd have to get a lot of creators that are willing to... It'd be Buy brutal. In. It'd be brutal. We'd have to get funded for sure. If you want to fund the Disc Golf Amazing Race, <laughs> click this link. Do I got anything else going on I on Twitter yet? I just love that idea. Hunter, you need to stay out of there. I just... It's not going to end well for you. You're going to be hurt. Like, I just... I, I don't understand how people disagree with that. Like, I just... I can't I think, see the other side. It's, I can it's see the other o- side. But it's only... I can see the other side on, like, hole 16 and some of the other holes. 17, when you're tied for the lead... I, can see, I have a hard time seeing the other side. I can side. see the other side. I just said I didn't agree with it. But, but I mainly because Calvin is, like, I think that the biggest thing is that Calvin didn't make his putt and KJ got up and down. I think it would I be think tougher if, for people I to argue. I think if Calvin if makes that putt, which you have to assume he's going to, and Kevin Jones missed that 30-some footer, then I think a lot more people would agree because he would have been down by two going into 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. I just like I just like things being in my hands. I don't like being like He doesn't like it. Not a not a risk taker. I just well, don't, a calculated risk taker. I don't like I, I don't like being like You like you like taking the risk on yourself, not on yeah. somebody else. I like it being well, I tried going for seventeen, turned over on me, I just didn't do it. Versus I, I laid up twice and he hit the putt. Yeah. Like I just I don't like the sound doesn't of that. Doesn't sit well with the guy. I, it doesn't sit well with me. We'll see it or we better see that attitude on Friday. It's just my mindset. That's gonna be a tough scene for you. That's going to be... We're playing a filmed round on no, Friday. No, we don't have... Um, I, I mean, I guess I'm battling you. You better... You bad, I'm just saying they, those comments better not catch you laying up. Or they're going to be They're going to be mad. Like, if they're I'm in be, a battle... They're going to be boiling. If I'm in a battle, I'm not going to lay up. You won't do it. You won't know you're in a battle because it's a flex start. The only way I would lay up... <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Is you won't know you're in a battle because it's a flex start. But, like, the only situation I'm laying up... Well, if in you're losing like, anybody on the card, you know it's a battle. If you're... If, like, I'm battling you mm-hmm. and... You're like, like you 17. If I'm battling you and it's a tough wind, all that, and you lay up first, like if Calvin laid up and I'm Kevin, then I understand the layup a lot more. Mm-hmm. If it's a really hard wind, I can't get, I'm not sure I can get there. The dude in front of me just laid up. I can lay up and we're going to tie the hole. Absolutely. That makes sense. It's more so the person in front of me just put it to 50 feet. I have to put it to 40 feet. We've, My mind won't be changed. I say you're, you're going to say it a lot of times. It, I don't. I think everybody's kind of sitting where they're sitting, man. Yeah. Not. 
It's not going to get any better for you. It's just you. the aggressive person is holding the trophy. He's, I don't understand how people don't see that. <laughs> That's the toughest part for me. Calvin Heimberg, aggressive player. I do like that it's getting people this route up, though. Because, mm. like, what I say shouldn't matter <laughs> at all. <laughs> like I'm a nine. If I if I play the if I play the wrong way, I'm a nine thirty rated no, player, dude. After this weekend, that's true. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. The rating Couch situation. Coaching. You know, I got my dog tag for my membership renewal. Mm-hmm. They really downgraded. They have things. drastically. It looks so cheap these they are days. Cheap now. You know, they hit. Did you see they hit two fifty today? Good for them. They sell out of those two fifty membership discs. <laughs> Probably not. Only fifty left. Come on. <laughs> They're giving out twenty five percent discount for hitting two fifty. The um, the membership tags used to be kind of sick. I don't have them like thing. I had. But they were like imprinted, had like the year embossed on them. What year were different they colors? Doing that? You didn't see those. I had a membership tag from twenty fifteen all the way. Yeah, I was a member in twenty fifteen with my first year. They membership. were different colors, but they weren't. There was no imprint. It in was them. imprinted. Yeah, mine, feel it. Mine was just flat. No, you can feel the PDGA logo on it. Maybe I just don't remember it. I don't know. I haven't, yeah. I haven't had them. Because that's the that's the drastic the difference is they were metal. You could feel it like it was actually like They were nice. They were nice. Now they're like just plastic printed on. It's a shame, dude. I know. And, and I mean, it's 70-something bucks, man. 75. <sighs> Pain. Doesn't you matter. just need to play seven and a half events. Doesn't matter. I'm going to get it all back in, when I cash on Friday. I'm just going to win it all back. Wonder what the winner of MPO is going to take home on Friday. There's a decent sized field out there. Maybe There's 160 total players, but maybe like a little over 100 bucks. Okay, so I've I've like walked you through a little bit, not to get this podcast too disc golfy, but I've walked. Connor's you through, not here to do do anything else. I've so walked like, you through the uh, disc golf course. For Ivy Hill, uh-huh. what do you think is? And there, there's a 700. There's a few set players in the 700 ratings, few players in the 800 ratings playing this flex start. What's the worst score we're gonna see out there? Mm, plus twenty-seven. What is that? Eighty sixty-eight plus twenties, eighty-eight plus seven, ninety-five. I think at least one person shoots over a hundred. Triple digit club. I think so. That's a tough scene. I because it's also you gotta think of the rain. I can say a lot of things about my career. I've never shot in the triple digits, even at like a twenty-seven hole course. Never been in the triple digits. I think I think with the rain too, rain and wind. In golf, I've definitely been in the. Triple I think there's digits. at least one player in the triple digit club. There might be multiple. Gosh, I hope not for their sake. And what is the weather going to be like compared, like when we tee off compared to the rest of the field? That's the real question. What if it's like not going to rain in the morning? No, I think it's. I feel like it's. I feel like it's all day, but that would be rather cheeky. Forest VA weather. If we just if we just snuck all the. The worst of it, and we can hit Friday, please. Precipitation. Um, I mean, it, it rains harder as the day goes on, but hey, it's, but it's what's the percentage? A little high, like it's during our round seventy percent, eighty percent, eighty percent. Then rest of the day ninety percent, eighty percent, eighty percent, eighty percent. Like it doesn't stop okay. raining till like eleven p.m. It gets down to fifty percent. I like our odds though. Here's the good news about rain all day, though. I feel like it's very true, especially for this time of the year. I feel like when you see rain all day, it's more likely to be like just a soft rain. Whereas if you see those rain for like a couple hours, that's when you're worried about, is that going to just be it's, a downpour? It's supposed to rain 0.73 inches total, but it's going to rain for 24 hours straight. That's not that so crazy. like that shouldn't be that bad. Because like if you, there is such a crazy difference. Like rain is so, 
There's such a range to it. Like rain can be just a, a nice little drizzle that doesn't even matter. Or it can literally be blinding. You can't do anything in this rain. Yeah. And I feel like the weather needs to be giving us more. That needs to be reflected more. Because if I see 100% chance of rain, let's say I've got a baseball game and I've got, I see 100% chance of rain all day, I'm going to look at that and feel defeated. But what if it's just a little trickle? Then it's not going to matter. Yeah. Let's let's do better weather apps. Let's do better. You think? I mean, they can't even really predict when it's going to rain. You think I they want can predict how hard it's going to rain. They can predict when it's going to rain. The a day out, the clouds are moving right at us. I think that I want I want the percentage thing, and then I want like a one to ten scale of how hard it's raining. Ten is like run for cover. One is like it's well, spitting. Like, that's the radar. Uh, that's the color thing. I know, but I want that more accessible. It's all I'm asking for. That's it. That's my one wish. You can get that on your phone. Hmm. You can just look at your your phone. It's not on the first page though. Like the first thing yeah, I click you scroll at. Down. No, the, no, 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 no. I want to land on this. I want. Well, it can't. I want to click the, here. The tough part is like. It, and I want to see a scale. Well, you've already scale. done too many steps. Exit. I know where the radar Exit. is. Just scroll down, baby, right there. Yeah, but yeah. that's not telling me tomorrow, is it? That's telling me right now. That's and it's it's but it, it's not even gonna tell me go tomorrow. Twelve hours. That's all they can go. So that's how they needed. They need a different. They need a different system. But they can't predict the weather that far in the future. They can do anything. We landed on the moon. We can get a one to ten scale of rain speed. Well, the problem. I want is, the velocity actually. Problem two is how, it's got to know your exact location. What is the terminal velocity of a raindrop? <laughs> For a raindrop to kill you? Or no, what like it, what's its terminal velocity? Like as fast as it can go. Yeah, I want to know how fast is rain hitting us. <laughs> I, surely it matters about the size. Yeah, I'm sure, but I I just want to like your average raindrop. How fast is that thing going when it hits you? And would the number shock us? The maximum... Okay, in still air, the terminal speed of a raindrop is an increasing function of the size of the raindrop, Mm -hmm. reaching a maximum of about 10 meters per second for the largest drops. That is not fast. 20 knots. So that's about, what, 20 miles an hour? Is that how that Yeah, it's pretty similar, I think. That's it. That is so... That is so not fast. You're telling me... To reach the ground from 4,000 meters up, a raindrop will take at least 400 seconds or about seven minutes. A raindrop's falling for seven minutes? That's what it says. That does not even seem fathomable. So how quickly does it reach? That sucker is in the air for seven minutes before it hits the ground? Precipitation drops smaller than 0.02 inches in diameter are called drizzle. Um, Terminal velocity of a cloud droplet is about 10 microns in radius. Uh, and is about one centimeter per second. No way. No velocity. way seven minutes. Like, I feel like I can look. Clouds aren't that high. Yeah, they are. When you're cruising. Well, but 4,000 meters is 12,000 feet. Is that right? Yeah, that would be right. That's you really cruise above that, the, you cruise yeah. above that in a plane. Yeah, it takes seven minutes for it to fall from that cloud to hit you. Mm-mm. It does. Mm-mm. It does. How long does it take for a human to fall from that same spe- same amount? Well, what's the terminal velocity of a human? <laughs> I don't know. I just want to know, like, when people skydive, like, I always feel like they're not in the air okay, for that long. Two hundred kilometers per hour. When you're skydiving, two hundred kilometers per hour. So two hundred kilometers really per hour. Fast. 4,000 meters to kilometer. That's four kilometers, right? Hmm. I don't know what you're doing right now. A kilometer is just 1,000 meters. Yes. So that's four kilometers. 
What's four kilometers? 4,000 meters is four kilometers. Yeah. Yeah. Kilo is a thousand. Yes. So a human. That's nodding yes. And so a human's falling from that in like three seconds? No. Not true. About 200 kilometers an hour. An hour? Ah. Not a minute. That's some math going on in my head. <laughs> I was like, that just doesn't make sense. Okay, so 200 kilometers an hour. So we can just go you down. You got to divide it by 60 twice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 200 divided by 60 divided by 60. Then times 4,000. No, times 4. Times 4. I'm lost. Where does that leave us? 22 seconds, I think. <laughs> it does. Here's the point. Matt. It's a lot less than okay, seven minutes. Okay, no, let's just, what we really need to do is what was the raindrop? Raindrop is 10 meters per second. We mm-hmm. just need to convert that to kilometers per hour. Mm. That's what we need to be doing. So 10 meters a second times 60 seconds is 600 meters a minute times 60 minutes that's 36 kilometers an hour and a human's at 200 so if it was going to take seven minutes 200 divided by 36 now we're getting some is five so a human falls five times faster than a raindrop so if it was going to take someone seven minutes what's five times faster than seven minutes like a minute and a half yeah somewhere in there 1.5 times five is 7.5 so about a minute minute 15 Whereas Dang, a raindrop dude. takes seven minutes. Skydiving, you're up there a bit, huh? Dude, raindrop, really? Seven minutes? Do we have cameras good enough to like... This Surely. is a stupid question. I just, I just want to be able to follow a raindrop on its descent. Yeah, can we get an FPV drone up into a nosedive? An FPV drone with a, a macro lens. Okay, okay, because if, if we can follow humans, like if you can skydive and you can follow a human... To but that's the another human skydiving with a camera. Right, so that's what I'm saying. Like you're going another, faster than the raindrops. At that point. Rain if you're in the rain, you're leaving them in the dust. But we, yes. Would you have? Would you have said that? Like if I had said that to you makes be- sense. before this conversation, if I had said to you, if I, if you fall and I drop a drop of water, who's winning? Would you have said the human? I, definitely more mass. It, that part makes sense, but for some reason I feel like rain is fast. <laughs> <laughs> because by the time it hits the ground, you're like, well, dang, like it's you, coming down. It's pelting out there. In the rain, you would think you'd be thinking like in my head, I would picture that I'm hitting water on my way down. Like I'm hitting the rain droplets. Like that would be. I'm not picturing I'm falling Dude, in rain droplets. Hitting we my are back. faster than rain. So in theory, you could skydive. So and your back would be. Dry. I want an I want an FPV drone or some kind of drone to follow a raindrop on its entire. Descent we really just need to hook up a GoPro seven. to another raindrop. To just capture, huh? capture it the same way we capture skydiving. Hook it up to a raindrop? Yep. Like attach it to yep. the raindrop? Or can we find an object that falls at the same speed as rain and then have it fall and then it's going to look like the rain is frozen? Whoa. Do you, get, do you ever jump and try to get the, the jump at the perfect speed so that the rain freezes when it's raining outside? You like jump upwards and it like stops? Mm-mm. You've never done that before? Brad? If you're if it's raining outside and you jump when you're in like when you're going up it looks like the rain is frozen for like that split second because you are like canceling out the speed of the rain you've never done that no what not moving correct frozen yes not moving like it looks like it is just there man you guys are next time it rains I know what we're doing that's a great time (laughs) what was the what was the terminal velocity ten meters a second yeah we need something that falls at the same speed we're gonna do this no we're not (laughs) ten meters a second is so slow. 
can we just put a parachute on a GoPro and just make it the right parachute? If you pick the right parachute. So we oh, need free fall calculator. Here we go. So we need to to, to test out pair different parachutes on a GoPro. See which one is this the right speed and then drop that thing from an airplane and uh, have it fall the same speed as rain. Slow it down. There you go. It's, well, that's also that's also like the airplane part is tricky. Well, also we you have to find the right raindrop because raindrops fall. We got to wait. We got to wait for that perfect rain. We'll just have a bunch of different variations of parachute at different speeds. We'll find the right one. The, I feel like the end result of this would not be very satisfying. It'd be a sick time lapse. Seven minutes. Seven minutes of a rain. Like no, it'd be like kind of it'd be like an artistic thing. The kind of thing you submit to an art gallery it's like a digital frame and it's like you pov you're a raindrop like you're falling in on the in the london sky on a on a foggy evening and seven like, minutes is a long time if you had the gopro pointing downward so you're like following the raindrops down you could see the cityscape now what are we talking about that's art that would be a sick view Seven minutes. More people. I feel like that'd be a really cool shot. Honestly, I'm I'm kind of hooked on this GoPro parachute thing. I feel like that'd just be a sick shot of a city to just drop a GoPro with a parachute down towards Why it. Why not just, just use a drone? Hot. You can get higher. You can get higher. I want I want this thing dropped out of an airplane, way up. We're going through. You emerge through the clouds. Mm. When you skydive, if you put you speeds, are below the clouds, aren't you? I don't know the answer. To I say because like nobody's out here getting to f- go through clouds. Are I they? think it depends on the height. In Mission Impossible, on, that boy went through some clouds. I think. I think it depends on because like someone skydove from um, or free. Oh, from Felix Baumgartner or whatever. Yeah, so people have gone through clouds. Yeah, I don't like knowing that people have gotten to live my dreams like that. I want I when you're flying, all you ever want to do is reach out and touch those clouds, man. I just would feel like water. Yeah, but like it doesn't change the fact that it's now, awesome. If you put water skis on a GoPro and dropped out of a plane, is it staying on the cloud? No. <laughs> now we're just getting ridiculous. How could you build? How big of a surface area could you build something that makes it stay on? Top when of like the cloud? a plane goes through the clouds, is there a splash? Is there any amount of a splash that happens? Well, no. I guess it's vapor. It's vapor. Is there is there an object that is less dense than vapor that you could drop out of a plane and have it sit on top of Dude. the cloud? I have what it there's that one material I've Tungsten. seen no there's a material that's like lighter oh my gosh hold on a second I gotta find this lightest material or least dense material I, you can buy it what was it called I need to look up that you can buy this is important graphene and aerogel rank highly among materials considered to be the lightest and strongest on the planet but they both pale in comparison to the blah 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 aerographene or graphene based aerogel with a density of just 0.16 milligrams per cubic centimeter it's widely considered the world's lightest material and it's 10 times stronger than steel so I'm guessing we can't get this stuff in bulk or else why are we not doing stuff with it why are we not building armor out of that crap are you kidding me what is this it's a mixture of graphene and aerogel. This extraordinary material is seven times lighter than air, can fully recover from more than 90% compression, and can absorb 900 times its weight in oil. Nike. 
like but is that wake like, up is call shirt, wake your, up call is your shirt like floating off of you <laughs> bro because i'll in the do air. anything to get a hold of this in 2013 a group of scientists led by gal chow uh discovered aerographing at you've been to china before what's that university how would you pronounce that Zhejiang Zhejiang University the team formally developed graphene based materials which are exclusively 1D or 2D compounds they initially freeze dried graphene oxide with carbon nanotube solutions and removed oxygen the result was a three dimensional material known as aerographene future applications here we go like most remarkable discoveries, the aerographing might sound like a pipe dream that's a long way off, but some, but it boasts some fantastic applications. Due to its exceptional qualities, it can be used for a wide variety of purposes, including removing dyes and oils from water. That sounds stupid. And air purification is super capacitators. This isn't, I want armor. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's lame. And where can I buy some, one of these things? This aerographing stuff is crazy. If something's lighter than air, does it just float? Like, does it just like helium is a gas? Yeah, wait a that's second. Lighter than air. Yeah, like if it if it's considered a solid and it's lighter than air, but is gravity strong enough to pull it through? Probably. But why does helium float? Well, it's a gas. Like, why does a helium balloon? It's a gas, so it's not a solid. But why does a helium balloon float? Well, it's filling. It's filling a solid. I feel like gas has different properties than a solid. Like it definitely a, does. Like a solid, I feel like so it might be like, lighter than air, but if if gravity is strong enough to pull it down, then it's still going to pull it down. Back to this then. How many things thing. are lighter than air but are just getting pulled down by gravity? Back to this thing. All, us. <laughs> are we lighter could than air? You, could, you, could you put that on top of a cloud? Okay, here we go. Can you put something on top of a cloud? And then how much of it would we need to be able to attach a GoPro to it? Mm-hmm. This is the right train of thought to be on. Could I sit on a cloud somehow? That's a that's a core. That's a good question. Uh, let's find out. I'd like to know the answer to that question. These chairs are starting to ruin me. My back hurts so bad. I need to move my mic. Like here we go. Um, let's get it down to what clouds are. Many people think that they're water vapor. They're not. Mm. Well, we're already, we're already off the wrong on the foot wrong here. The easiest way to prove this is that water vapor is transparent while clouds are most definitely white. Clouds are a bunch of liquid water droplets that are so small they can be thrown around by the wind. Physici- physicists call that a suspension. Therefore, sitting on a cloud is sitting on a mol- minuscule water droplets. You can't even sit on water on the ground. Why would you up in the sky? Okay, this guy is just not understanding the question. No, because like you can sit on it. You just ground, sink right through. It's actually even worse blo- because blo- a lake is a hundred percent water. You get surface tension and buoyancy. A cloud is mostly air between the droplets, so you would fall right through a cloud faster than you would sink in a lake. So you need to kite. Yeah, dude. It's, it's mostly not, air. What a hater! How does it feel to touch a cloud? Can you touch one? See, these questions are what I want to know. If you climb a mountain at the right time of the day, you'll be in a cloud. Yeah, Have you ever done that? True. No. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I feel like... I mean, walking through like a dense fog is the same as a cloud. <laughs> yeah, it's just a lot less cool. I feel like that would be like how it would be, is it would just be like, oh, it's foggy. Like if you were in a cloud, you'd be like, yeah. oh, it's really foggy in here. And you'd be like, well, this is stupid. 
Yeah. I want to be like on the edge of the cloud so I can like at least see that my hand is going into the cloud and then out of the cloud. I don't want to be in the cloud because then it just feels like fog. <laughs> you understand? I do. Like I, it's such a clouds are like there's a metaphor for this somewhere. We'll, we'll just get you a fog machine. These guys are these guys are lame, dude. He's like scientists can't have fun. This guy's just like been there quite a few times as a paraglider pilot. Ever walked out in a foggy day? That cold, clammy feeling feels just like that. Fog is simply a cloud that's formed at the ground level. Yeah, that's what I just said. I was on a skydive once when it happened. A cloud appeared below us at about 4,000 feet while we were in free fall. The thing I remember most about that was seeing the ground pop up into view as I came out of the yeah, cloud. Yeah, that'd be terrifying. I was high enough to not have any issue with safety, safely opening my parachute, but it was strange to not see the ground and then it suddenly appears. My jumpsuit hands and face were a little damp when I landed from the moisture in the cloud. I mean, that's sick. I've never wanted to skydive, but going through a cloud makes it like a little more enticing. Not enough. Not enough. All right, let's make the sound of your hand touching a cloud. Mm, okay, that's good. I got this. Wow. Was that not peaceful? That was incredible. I, we're going to start an ASMR that podcast. That was incredible. Okay. All right, well, I got a lot to live up to now. <laughs> You're welcome, everybody. I'm going to start crying. I was so beautiful. 